Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Philadelphia from the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. Yes. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. It is the Hawkeye Hawkeye Day, as Rush used to call the Iowa caucus tonight. Iowa decision day. Trump will win just by how much and who comes in second and how close is the third to the second? These are the questions that I'm asking today. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here today. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Great to be with you on a blustery Monday. Not nearly as blustery as it is in Iowa, but that's because it's Iowa, and that's what happens. Iowa gets blustery. Anyway, uh, so Trump now has the uh, support of a lot of Republicans. Marco Rubio came out and endorsed him over the weekend. Bernie Sanders did not endorse Trump, but he did say that it uh, he's definitely backing Joe Biden, and that's because of how bad Trump is. So he's not—he doesn't like Trump, obviously, but he doesn't like Biden. But they'll back— Biden because of how terrible Trump is. That that was basically what Bernie Sanders said. That was basically what he said. But before I get into Trump stuff, let me share with you what Dr. Rand Paul said over the weekend regarding Fauci, because this is very important. Let's not let's not lose sight of what what the government was able to achieve through COVID-19. And I say that because as the as as we look to the future, And I'm always looking to the future because I'm a very optimistic guy. I'm looking to the future, and I think about stupid things the FAA is doing, for example. Like the the Federal Aviation Administration, they are now putting a a big diversity push in place with a focus on hiring people with severe psychiatric disabilities. Now, this does not seem like a good idea, but this is the problem with the out-of-control unaccountable, unelected executive branch of government. You know, hiring people with severe psychiatric problems sounds sounds fine. I don't know if, if the FAA, you know, I don't, again, because of planes and you know, whatever, but this is the, the thing. The, the executive branch does whatever the hell it wants to do. And we saw that with uh, COVID. We saw that with COVID when they decided to just make up all kinds of rules and tell us how to live. And they made it up. It's like six feet. Eh, why not? Six feet. Say six feet away. Why six feet? Because I said so. Was it based on science? Nope. But I am science. You remember that time Fauci came out and said that? When you're disagreeing with me, you're disagreeing with science. He declared himself to be science. But then when they asked him, well, how'd you come up with six feet? He just said, well, I don't like, it sounded good. Sounded good at the time, I guess. 
Well, Dr. Anthony Fauci should go to prison for mishandling the COVID-19 pandemic and making the worst decision ever made by a public health official in the history of time. That was said by Senator Rand Paul on Sunday. Paul has repeatedly classed with Fauci on a number of different things. What he said on uh, WABC over the weekend was history should judge him as a deficient person who made one of the worst decisions in public health history in the entire history of the world. And he said that um, Fauci, when he lied before Congress, and also the fact that he should be held culpable for research that was done in Wuhan at the WIV, which triggered the viral outbreak, he said for this dishonesty, frankly, he should go to prison. Do you think the scientific knowledge that was gained from gain-of-function research was worth the deaths of 20 million people? The Government Accountability Office issued a report in June of 2023 that found the National Institutes of Health has contributed more than $1.4 million to Chinese research institutions between 2014 and 2019, despite serious biosafety concerns, including at the WIV, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. But again, it's another great example, right? The executive is out of control. These three-letter, four-letter agencies, in this case, NIH is a three-letter agency, but the National Institute for Allergy and Infectious Diseases is actually a five-letter agency. That's Fauci's agency was. Those two agencies together are the reason why we are talking about COVID today, because they were the two entities that were funding gain-of-function research. And then you have the other two three-letter agencies, the FDA and the CDC. But don't get me started on those people. Fauci previously denied in testimony to Congress that the NIH had funded risky gain-of-function research at the lab. Senator Paul said that when, um, when all this came out, he was treated as a medical messiah. And Fauci is the very symbol of big government. He's never been held responsible. And he won't be as long as Democrats are in charge. Remember, they, 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 they love this man. They sainted this man. They had Brad Pitt play him on, on Saturday Night Live. And at the end of the skit, Brad Pitt broke character to look into the camera and say, thank you, Dr. Fauci. Thank you for all you do for us. The chairman of the committee overseeing the origins of COVID-19, Representative Brad Wenstrup of Ohio, said... He was surprised how frequently Fauci said he didn't recall decisions of circumstances during the early days of the outbreak. And this is what Senator Paul said. He said, a guy that's smart enough to think that he can shut down the schools, shut down the economy, force everybody to get vaccinated, including children, including people who've already had COVID, including the military. We had mandates everywhere, and he was all for them. Yet he can't recall how the decision-making went or what the science is to support any of this. He poked Fauci for saying he approved all the research at the Wuhan lab, but didn't read it. He said it looks like the virus came from the lab, but the lab only was able to function because the United States funded it and Anthony Fauci approved it. This is probably the worst decision ever made by a public health official in the history of time, he said. Now, Fauci spoke of a new definition of operational gain-of-function research. 
That is a phrase, uh, a phrase that often describes experiments that make viruses more contagious and more virulent. And by more virulent, that means more likely to kill you. Representative Debbie Dingell of Michigan told reporters afterwards that Fauci had referred to his operational definition when discussing his prior high profile clashes with Paul over the topic in 2021. Now, all this is happening right now as the WIV in China, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, is still getting funded, still there, still in business. We've never actually been able to, at any point in time, turn around and get access to the WIV to understand what took place there. And we never will. Not as long as Joe Biden's president anyway. And besides, whatever evidence of COVID is gone, long gone. But there may be other things there. There may be other viruses. Remember, there were whistleblowers and Dan Briette. The former chairman of the, or I should say, secretary of energy under President Trump, back in 2019, I mean, he was warning people. He was saying that something's going to come out of this lab. This place is a disaster. There, there, something is going to come out of here. And, and there was all this cover up between the State Department and, and Fauci's group. Fauci's group was not being honest with the United States Department of State. But this is the thing about bureaucrats, and this is the thing about unaccountable, unelectable bureaucrats, is that they always get away with it, and they think they can, and they don't worry about pesky things like politicians getting elected, and they don't worry about it. Because as long as they are protected via the bureaucracy, they're good. So now the the, um, the World Economic Forum, the WEF... Oh, they got to keep all these little acronyms together, right? The WIV, the WEF. Well, now the WEF is talking about uh, Disease X, and how to prepare for disease X, whatever that is, we have to basically surrender all of our liberty and United States sovereignty to an international global conglomerate that will decide how to run the world if and when disease X were to come out. Does that sound like a good idea to you? But even if it isn't a good idea, and it's not. I mean, we basically did that in America, right? I mean, we had 50 states that basically surrendered their liberty to bureaucrats in Washington. I think we've learned a lot of lessons since then, and there were certainly governors who pushed back and certainly governors that opened up earlier than others, and there are governors who were heroes. And But the point is, though, is that the ultimate goal is to empower the bureaucracy under the guise of, hey, the next one might be really, really bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, the next one could be worse. The big one could be out there. So to prepare for the big one, you better surrender all of your sovereignty, United States of America, so you don't have any pesky people like Senator Rand Paul stopping you from telling everybody what to do. And that really may be the next thing the next president deals with. There's always all these efforts to have the United States of America surrender sovereignty, whether it's over climate change or whether it's over... Um, you know, a, a virus or something else. Oh, remember the last segment I talked about Larry Hogan, the guy behind No Labels, the former governor of Maryland? He's going to be on uh, Cavuto soon in Fox News, telling everybody why Nikki Haley is the right choice. But let's uh, turn to Iowa, shall we? Former President Donald Trump had a lot to say at his Iowa um, town hall meeting that he had the other night. He talked about Nikki and Joe Biden. And who likes them? He mentioned the G word, globalists, among other things. Let's start with cut number four. Nikki and Crooked Joe are both backed by warmongers and left-wing globalist Wall Street, millionaires and billionaires who crave to destroy the MAGA movement. People are not happy with MAGA 
because MAGA's taking over. MAGA's, you know, when they, you, you hear the fake news when they say, well, MAGA represents, MAGA represents 44% of the Republican, no, no, MAGA represents 95% of the Republican Party. Whenever you hear this stuff, and uh, they, it's an amazing thing. When Joe Biden gets up and he's so angry, we're going to fight MAGA. And I say, what does MAGA mean? He has no idea. You know what it means, Joe? It means make America great again, right? It's a simple, simple thing. No harm intended. Uh, probably the greatest phrase in the history of politics, right, MAGA? I almost change it to CAG, keep America great, right? But it didn't seem to have the magic. You can, you just can't, there'll never be anything like MAGA and make America great again. And then after he ran the country, I couldn't use CAG because America right now is not a great country. We're laughed at all over the world. He talked about, yeah, so Nikki Haley basically, you know, backed by warmongers, left-wing globalists, and Wall Street. Uh, and then he talked about the polling numbers and how, when you heard Larry Hogan say this, Nikki Haley is surging right now. Cut number five. Look at this. We're leading, by the way, we're leading in the polls by a lot, not just this poll. We're leading nationally. Uh, one just came out. We're at 71 to 9 and 11. You ever notice the fake news? They go, Haley is surging. She went from 8 to 11. I went from 66 to 71, and DeSantis went down two. So she overtook him by one at 11. And the story is, Haley surges. I'm at 71, she's at 11. I went up more points than her, and the funny thing, you know, I don't have so many points to gain, right? But I don't have the same vast wealth of points to gain. The headline, Haley surges. Trump's doing okay, too. The uh, the question of a surge, he's not wrong. I mean, he's he's look, Haley is surging because the establishment's behind her and they want her to be number two and they want this to be a two person race. This is why DeSantis has some decisions to make tonight. Tonight's decision night for Ron DeSantis. Bottom line, and it really depends on how bad he does in terms of third place. But I think it's irrelevant. I don't think it matters. I, I, I re, Based on how bad he's looking in New Hampshire, I think he's got to get out. And I think he's got to back Trump. I really do. And I'm not saying that because I don't like the guy. I like the guy. You know, speaking of COVID, I think he did all the right things. And I defended him last week when Trump said that he was Fauci's favorite governor. That's a load of crap. He wasn't. Of course he wasn't. He was. We loved him during COVID. We loved Ron DeSantis during COVID. And there's a lot to love about him as a governor. And he will be a great contender in 2028. If you're a DeSantis supporter, don't be angry with me. You know I'm right. He can't win because the establishment has decided it's Nikki and it's going to be a two-person race. So I just think you get out. I think you get out tonight. I think you get out tonight, you back Trump, and then you you focus on, on four years from now. That's what I think. He's got a lot to offer and he's got a bright future and he's a young guy. So you run once and it doesn't work out. No big deal. You run the second time. Not the first person to do that. I mean, Reagan ran in 76 against Gerald Ford, and it didn't work out for him, but he was president four years later. There's a lot of, there's a, there's, there's a lot of ways this can go. But what you don't want to do is stay in the race to the point that now Nikki Haley's going to be, she, MAGA hates her and will hate her and will never forgive her. It, really, I mean, her political career, if, if, this, if this goes to the convention like I think it will, even if she butters up to Trump and all the other things, 
Her, she won't be the nominee. She she won't. It, the, the grudges will be too deep. But I think it's a different scenario for DeSantis. I really do. I think he's got the ability, if he gets out, for people to still turn around in 2028 and say, well, there's a lot to like about the guy. So he's got a big decision to make, I think, tonight, a huge one to make. This is him defending Texas, taking the border into its own hands after the failures of the Biden administration. He was on State of the Union with Jake Tapper over the weekend, cut 14. The Department of Homeland Security uh, said that a woman and two children drowned Friday night trying to cross the Rio Grande River uh, coming from Mexico into the United States. Uh, The DHS says that Texas officials prevented Border Patrol agents from rendering aid. Uh, Are you okay with that? Well, I think the states should be able uh, to enforce immigration law. I will empower the states uh, to do that. The federal government down there has frustrated uh, Texas's attempt to try to get people not to come across the border. And I think they'll say that was on the Mexico side uh, and maybe the facts will come out and, and, and that'll be clear one way or another. Obviously, it's an unfortunate thing. But I think what Texas is trying to do is set a standard so that people know that they're going to be turned away rather than let in. Under the Biden administration, they let them in, uh, they give them a paper and release them to the interior of the country. That's not a deterrent from being able to come. If people know that they're not going to be able to get in, then that's a deterrent for people trying to come. Why would you want to pay uh, a smuggler or a coyote $5,000 when you're just not going to be able to gain entry in the first place? So I'd like to see the federal government do more to help Texas to stop the influx. uh, And I think that that would be better for everybody. And honestly, it would be safer for a lot of the people that are coming because they're going through uh, things in Mexico with the cartels that are not not good. And some of these people are being treated very poorly. So he's got a good shot for 2028. And that is the big story of the day today. It is uh, Iowa caucus still is by our buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria, VenariaDental.com, V-A-N-A-R-I-A, VenariaDental.com. Get a beautiful smile, the smile you deserve from Dr. Mike Venaria. All right, coming up, the question becomes, uh, what happens with the Houthis or the Houthis? And how much will this affect things in Iowa tonight? Are we headed for more conflict in the Middle East? What is the latest with that? I'll share that with you as well. And And um, the other question, too, as we talk about the border, is what happens when Texas now stands up to the United States of America by saying, yeah, listen, if you enter this area, you are committing an offense and we will arrest you. And the people they are arresting are federal border patrol officials. Is this standoff heading to the Supreme Court? You bet it is. We'll talk about all that straight ahead. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The Zioli Show. On your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. All right, it is Monday. We're all waiting for the French Toast Industrial Complex. See if they're right and whether or not we'll have snow tomorrow. We're watching this closely. Uh, there's a ton of stuff to chat about today, of course, even though it is uh, the calm before the storm. I don't mean just the weather. I mean also the calm before Iowa. But there is a, a lot to chat about. But tomorrow... Tomorrow's show is going to be epic because tomorrow's show, we're going to talk about Iowa and what happens tonight. So make sure you're here for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. I want to play this clip for you, and I want you to think about this for a moment, shall we? This is a, um, this is a scary situation here. Whenever the government wants you to drop a dime on somebody else. Biden's chief scientist at the FDA is a doctor named Nomandi Bumpus, who complains about a fun pie-in-the-face contest fundraiser, which she claims is assault. Anyway, um, she also says pie is not a nutritional food. I disagree, by the way. I think pie is. I, I personally think, especially a fruit pie, because it's made with fruit. So blueberry pie, apple pie, cherry pie, take your pick, mixed berry, whatever it is. It's got fruit in it. Therefore, I believe it is nutritional. Hey, But this is, what's she- that? Shepherd's pie is a uh, meat and vegetables right shepherd's pie sure yeah. absolutely you could have a you could have a, a mincemeat pie you could have a uh i mean there's lots of different things a pizza pie for damn damn it is amen. a pie amen anyway here's biden's fda chief scientist calling on woke students to report on their non-woke friends cut 13 but another thing i think is being vocal with other students so There are, you know, students also that, um, you know, may not be making the environment as inclusive inclusive as we hope, and those are future leaders. I think the students, um, yes, hold leadership accountable, get faculty allies um, that will help you, you know, get to board meetings, meet board trustees, and have these conversations. But I think that holding other students accountable and thinking about the educational climate is really important too. So for instance, I was visiting an institution that was having a pie in the face contest, a student sponsored pie in the face contest. You got to pay, I don't know, $20 to put a pie in a faculty member's face. And it was a medical school. So I kind of was a little bit, you know, surprised by it. And I said to the students, I said, well, you know, what happened to do no harm? Throwing a pie in someone's face. You know, that's not necessarily what we're trying to put forward as scientists and doctors. And also a pie is not, you know, nutritional food, but you're in a city, there are a lot of people with food scarcity, and here you are paying to put a pie in someone's face. It really looks insensitive. And I think that some of the students hadn't realized that, and also faculty involved hadn't realized it. And it um, when I talked to more students, there were some of them that said, yes, there is this climate among us where there are, you know, these um, it's these kind of differences in worldview. Um, you know, you all are the future leaders. I think that having this discussion among yourselves is important, um, but also get faculty allies and hold faculty feet to the fire. But students do have um, a, a lot of opportunity to 
You know, the reason why nobody thought about any of those things is because you have no freaking sense of humor. Most bureaucrats on the left, most lefties like this have no sense of humor. I mean, it's just a pie in the face contest. It's a big deal. Food scarcity is an issue. And the fact that pie is not nutritional and the fact that this is not this is do no harm. Nobody was getting injured. I mean, nobody was getting hurt by a pie in the face. Nobody was going to the emergency department because they had a pie in the freaking face. And the food scarcity, really, that's, that's, this is the mind. I mean, this is a perfect example of the mind of a lefty. All she does is sit there and find all the reasons why something gets fun, a pie in the face contest, why all the things that's something that's fun is offensive on every level. On, offensive to everybody on some level on top in of some like different the, way the and foods. finding different ways of offense in ways that you haven't even thought of yet i'm just simply surprised she didn't talk about the fact that by maybe putting a blueberry pie in somebody's face or maybe a chocolate pudding pie in somebody's face you might have been recreating blackface in which case then that would have also been racist because i don't think she talked about that well, i think it's the only thing she left out e- even bigger than that she talks about like food scarcity when you do these like pie in the face, you know, fundraiser things, aren't they always shaving cream pies? Like just something you, you know, a bunch of shaving well, cream know, on like a paper plate. Even if it's plate? real food, who the hell cares? Who sits there and goes, who who sits there and goes, food scarcity is an issue. Even if it's an apple pie or a cherry pie, who thinks about that? Who's sitting there actually at that moment thinking this fun thing should not be done because of food scarcity? Yeah. I, I, I just, I, you know. I, I, Whether it's shaving crazy. cream or real pie, I don't think is the point. I think the point is that this is a woman who has no freaking sense of humor. I mean, yeah, that's the, <laughs> that is the big story. I just, I just think it's crazy for those, like, I, I don't know, especially if they're using shaving cream. It's like, what are you complaining about food scarcity? I don't care if they're using blueberries. P- Handpick blueberries by Mexican uh, day workers, which is another reason to be offended. That the fact that we've got illegal immigrants picking these blueberries or something. She left that out, too. She should have added that. Oh, and then the fact that the crust may not have been gluten-free, which also may have been problematic to somebody who's celiac. And also it could have been, um, uh, it could have had sugar, which, you know, is, is, uh, causes weight problems. Although they don't really talk about weight anymore. That's, that's too insensitive. Never mind. Leave out the weight part. But all those other reasons. She sounds like a lot of fun at parties. And doesn't, doesn't this one, if he was here today, wouldn't you love to put a, Pie in Matt DeSantis' face, Henry. If you could, oh, a hundred percent. Oh, my just for the for the hell of it, right? Yeah. As as soon as the show would start, too, so he'd have it on his face the rest yeah. of the night. <laughs> Let me find all the reasons to get offended by a fun pie in the face contest. That's that's what I mean. There are people who live their life. They start and end their day every day thinking to themselves, "How can I be offended by something? And how can I lecture people and remind them that I'm a good person?" By finding out all the reasons that they're doing something that could offend somebody else. And then take the time to let you know that they're a really good person and why you're not a good person because you just did these things. And then to remind you that you should tell on people. (laughs) You should drop a dime on people who are doing things that would not make you a good person. I I hate people like that. They're They're the in my opinion, the worst people in the world. In the entire world. Tattletale righteous victim. A tattletale self-righteous victim with no sense of humor. And now I'm craving a piece of pie. <laughs> lemon and not meringue. shaving cream pie, actual pie pie. Could go for some lemon meringue right now. Yeah, you could do lemon meringue. You could do that. Certainly do lemon meringue. I'm a, I'm a big fan. I could do a little key lime actually right now. Ooh, yeah, that would be good. With the weather being the way it is, mm-hmm. I could do a little key lime. I think I'm in Key West. Kind of feel that way. 
I'm watching the uh, six ABC. I got that on here, and they're showing the uh, you know the snow trucks are going by the not the, the salt trucks. I mean, and they're already pre-treating all the roads. That's always fun because then if nothing happens and all that crap gets inside your your transmission, your you know underneath your car, and that's why I got to do the underbody wash in the car. Otherwise, things start to rot out because of the salt. Uh, so they're already doing the streets. But what's the prediction right now, Henry? Do we have an actual prediction? You want my prediction or like no? The I don't care about yours. You're not a meteorologist. Do we have a prediction from a certified? Uh, let me let me look that up right now. <laughs> your prediction. I asked you your sports prediction. That's where it ends. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I just I just want to know if they have. Oh, here we go. Let's see. Um, snowfall kicks into gear. I guess tonight. The hope is that the salt will suffice and there will not be enough snow for the plows to be deployed. So what do you think? I, they're setting the bar low, maybe? Yeah, I think they're setting the bar. They've been wrong so many times. That's the thing. It, it's. I think it's crazy how we haven't gotten snow in two years. We're due. We, we are, are due. due. We're very past due. Uh, checking in on social media. Marcus Aurelius says, this chick needs a stainless steel pie in the face. That's just mean. Sharon Kay says, sounds like she needs to get... <clears throat> some action i'll leave it at that sharon thank you i don't know if that would do it actually she sounds just a little bit wound tight and um the greater chris uh putting up something speaking of food right now sunday sauce with mom raisins in the meatballs i don't know and the greater chris questioning whether or not occasionally my great-grandmother used to put raisins and pignoli nuts in the brajol but never in the meatballs what about you uh i'm all about pie nuts in the brajol i'm not about raisins in the brajol and i certainly don't believe raisins belong in meatballs i could do pie nuts and meatballs is actually how they do it in italy pignoli nuts so i'm okay with that i could i could handle that and Paul DiBartolo wants you to know, Henry, don't make the mistake of underestimating how badly the Eagles can screw up. Remember how badly I missed it with Doug Burgum. Yes, I got that <laughs> one wrong, Paul. And I will never live that down. I called Doug Burgum as the next president of the United States. Brian McMillan wants to know what would she have said about a toxic waste dunk tank. Thank you, Brian. That check-in uh, during the uh, social media was brought to you by our friends at Cherry Hill Vava. Oh, one more, Divine Lorraine. Uh, great point, Rich, about DeSantis. He was our hero in our voice during the shutdown of the pandemic. Candidates are getting frustrated and desperate. We expect Nick and Vic to show their true colors with the heat. Leopard spots, I guess. DeSantis needs to find his good grace with Trump. Yeah, I think it's his only, his only action right now, his only course of action. Because I do think he's got a bright political future. I told you the time he came to speak at the Union League back in January of last year. It was a year ago. Um, he was great. He did a fantastic job. And I think he was smart to get in the race. I, I told you back then, I think everybody has their moment in politics. And I think this, this is DeSantis's moment. And if he gets out at the right time, he will be much more seasoned in 2028. And he can win back the support of Trump voters, and he could do that very easily, especially if it comes down to a two-person race between Trump and Haley, and DeSantis is out there attacking Haley. So that's the pathway I see for him. But speaking of Doug Burgum, he has made his endorsement, and I believe this will change everything. The question, of course, you're asking yourself is who has Doug Burgum picked, and will the Burgum bros follow And you're damn right they will? Because whoever Doug Burgum supports, the Burgum bros, all 12 of them, will follow him wherever he goes. So that said, even though I called this one wrong, and even though I will never live this down, former North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum 
has officially now announced on the eve of the first in the nation Iowa caucus, standing on the stage in Indianola, flanked by his wife, Catherine, he uh, announced his his uh, his endorsement. And let me just say he will be the kingmaker tonight. If, in fact, Donald Trump wins Iowa tonight, it will be because of Doug Burgum. It will be because of Doug Burgum. And I will still be right because, okay, maybe I called it wrong. Having Burgum going all the way to the White House, (laughs) fine. But at least I will have called it right by today, making my prediction at 4.38 p.m. that if Trump wins Iowa tonight, he owes it all to Doug Burgum and this endorsement. But four years ago, I was uh, speaking on behalf of President Trump at the Iowa caucuses at Sioux City. And today, I'm here to do something that none of the other presidential primary candidates have done. And that's endorse Donald J. Trump for the President of the United States of America. I've seen uh, President Trump and what he's been able to do. I've seen it as a business leader, and I've seen it as a governor. I've seen the difference that President Trump can make. Because remember, when I first took office, President Obama was still president. Trying to work with his administration was a disaster. Then President Trump took office, and everything changed. States like Iowa, states like North Dakota, heartland states, we were respected. We had a friend and a partner in the White House who understood us and who wanted to see our state succeed versus being regulated out of business. Now, I've had a chance as governor to see what the world is like under Joe Biden. And America needs an 180 degree change in the direction where Joe Biden has taken us. Joe Biden's been wrong on the economy, he's wrong on energy, and he's wrong on national security. Biden's policies are empowering our enemies and they hurt America. Biden's inflation has raised the cost of food that you put on your table. It's raised the cost of gas you put in your car. That's what happens when we put someone in the White House like Joe Biden, unlike President Trump, but we put someone in the White House who's never created a job in the private sector. All right, so mark this down. My prediction, 4.40 p.m., Donald Trump will win Iowa because of Doug Burgum, because that was riveting. I mean, I'm I'm I I tuned out during half of it, but that was that was that was riveting. (laughs) I mean, that's got to be up there with the Gettysburg Address. That was such a good speech. I mean, that was ask not what you can do for your country. That was soaring, sweeping rhetoric. (laughs) I have chills. Granted, I, I about 37 seconds in, I, I was looking at the TV and trying to figure out how to work the closed captioning. But that said, I still think that was riveting. And my prediction now is that Donald Trump will win the Iowa caucus tonight. And when he does, Doug Burgum, can, he's kingmaker. He can claim the mantle of kingmaker. Well done, Doug Burgum. Well done. All right, now listen. I can give you a uh, some advice for the new year. I try to give. I try to be helpful as much, much as I can. And everybody starts the new year with all kinds of ideas and promises, right? You think to yourself, "I want to lose weight. I want to look better. I want to feel better." You can achieve so much in terms of happiness by your smile. So if you if if you've not thought about a beautiful smile. 
as we start the new year, it's time to give yourself the ultimate gift, the gift of a beautiful smile with my buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria, venariadental.com. And yes, he's my dentist. I was there for my cleaning last week. He sees the entire family. Bridget had, she broke a veneer and she needed an emergency done and Dr. Mike Venaria took care of it. And of course I was there on Friday as you reminded me of my slurring. So Venaria is a great guy. Just go to venariadental.com, V-A-N-A-R-I-A, venariadental.com. He he has two offices to serve you, Cinnamonson and Woodbury, right over the bridge, and he will give you a beautiful smile. Pain-free root canal treatment is available if needed, thanks to Novocaine. Uh, you can also get cosmetic dentistry, pediatric dentistry, general dentistry, and so much more. But here's where he really excels. It's dental implants, complicated dental implants. And if you've had an estimate from another dentist, please go see Dr. Mike for a second opinion. When it comes to major complicated dental work, Dr. Mike Venaria is the master. He's the expert. And that's why for 10 years in a row, his colleagues have recognized him as a master of dental implants and a master of dentistry. So what are you waiting for? VenariaDental.com. The whole staff is great. There's great music playing in the office. And Dr. Mike is a great, great guy. So just go to VenariaDental.com. VenariaDental.com. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. So we got a question regarding Wonka candy, which we'll get into, and of course has to do with government regulation. I got to ask if uh, if ESG is already over. That is a question from our friends at Reason.com. Our CEO is actually now realizing that environmental, social, and governance is nonsense and actually at odds with performance. We'll talk about that as well. And uh, the United States Supreme Court has a real chance, I mean a real chance, to end Chevron, which is the reason why we have the out-of-control administrative state that we do today. Well, that and horrible presidents like Wilson and Roosevelt and Johnson and Obama, but also Chevron in a big, big way. It's the reason why the, F the FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration, is doing things like with their diversity push, hiring people with severe intellectual and psychiatric disabilities. What could possibly go wrong? We'll talk about all that in the 5 o'clock hour, and of course, as we think about... Um, the Iowa caucus tonight. I do want to get your thoughts on that, what you think. So feel free to weigh in, 855-839-1210, or you can tweet the show, uh, at Rich Zioli. You can do that. And, you know, when I said to you earlier, with Larry Hogan, no labels, and that, that, whole, that whole swamp crowd, no labels, and I can't stand those people, no labels. I Just call it no spine. Call it what it is. These are, these are moderate, squish Republicans who have no spine. They, they are not conservatives. The fact that they are on board with Nikki Haley tells you everything you need to know. It really does. Tells you everything you need to know. And that's where things are headed for tonight. That's where things are headed for tonight. I'm just telling you, it's a problem. It's a problem because they, the, the establishment will never back Donald Trump no matter what. Never, ever, ever, ever. And since it is uh, the uh, celebration of the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and all that he accomplished, why don't we turn to our illustrious vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris, who once again tosses a word salad as she marks the, the legacy of Dr. King. Let's begin, shall we, with cut number 11. Today, we celebrate the legacy of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., a visionary who saw what could be unburdened by what had been. 
unburdened by what had been. Now, if you think to yourself, what the hell is she talking about? Don't worry, because she said unburdened in almost every single speech she's ever given. This is a three-minute montage of President Kamala Harris using... What's that? It's four minutes. Well, we're not going to play the whole thing, I promise. please don't. I can't. I can't do that to people. They're driving, especially if the weather's bad. But here is Kamala Harris being unburdened by what has been unburdening her. Cut 12. I can imagine what can be and be unburdened by what has been. You know? What can be unburdened by what has been. 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 What we can see, what we believe can be unburdened by what has been. What 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 can be unburdened by what has been. Who we can be unburdened by who we have been. What can be unburdened by what has been where we can be unburdened by where we have been Do you think about it, it's not even that good of a line she keeps using it it's not even that good uh the game has started i guess let, let me put are you watching football henry and you're in the in the studio of course uh, you are right i mean i have it up here I, it, we don't have cbs in the studio it's bizarre we don't, we don't have cbs or fox oh so i i have it streaming on the side computer though all right. Well, I'll, I'll, what's the update right now? We got Buffalo seven, Pittsburgh nothing, the Steelers nothing. Yeah. We got to. I got. I got to get the Steelers here to win because I want John Fetterperson to stand up there and decide between the Eagles and the Eagles. So I really do need the Steelers <laughs> to win. Oh man, yeah. Who, who's, what, what's better for us if if Pittsburgh wins or Buffalo wins? Well, it doesn't really affect us because they're in the AFC mm-hmm. and the Eagles are in the NFC. Our, our our but next... if we, but if we were to make it to the Super Bowl, would we would we rather face off against the Steelers or the Bills? Oh, the Steelers. I mean, the Steelers are probably besides the Eagles and the Bills, maybe the worst team in the playoffs. Like mm. they're pretty. So much Buffalo's built. probably going to win this game. Buffalo should win this game. I, I think it'll be close because of the weather and the cold, and that kind of affects the way the steel or that enhances the way the Steelers play just by running smash mouth football. Yeah, but uh, they don't they don't have the talent. Well, I'm going to root for the Steelers because of Pennsylvania, and because I hate Buffalo. I do. I hate them. Really? So I'm going to root for the Steelers and hope that they win. Why do you hate Buffalo? I just do. I don't they annoy me. You'd rather go with the Yinzers? The whole Buffalo Mafia thing, it's annoying. But but the Steelers, Steelers besides, they're kind of our people. Steel Town, Terrible Towel. I, three of my buddies in college, three three of my uh, my closest friends were all Steelers fans. So I wound up becoming like adopted and honorary Steelers fan. I could I could tolerate the Steelers just because they're, you know, Pennsylvania Steel Country. You know what I mean? I, I yeah, I get what you're saying. I thought you'd relate more closely to the Bills because they're just like I don't know Eagles fans almost. It's a tortured fan base. They'll do whatever for their team. I think the, the Steelers fans are tortured. Oh please. Oh, that's the biggest load of malarkey. No? Oh, 100%. They've had three coaches as long as you've been alive, as long as a lot of people listening have been alive. They, The model of stability, they've made the postseason like 15 in the last 17 years. They have all these mm. Super Bowls. I, I, I can't stand them. I think they're a bunch of whiny crybabies. And they're like, oh, fire Mike Tomlin. He only had a 10-7 and seven season. Wow, you are very serious about this, Henry. Oh, all yeah. Right. No, because it comes up all the time. It's like, we need to fire Mike Tomlin. I'm like, he has been your coach for 17 years, and he hasn't had a losing season one time. One time. Ugh, it drives me nuts. But we do the all same right. thing here. But. All right, so let's let's make it competitive. You want to you bet a dollar? I don't think we can bet on the air. I think it's against the FCC. 
You want to bet a, uh, a pie in DeSantis's face? Who gets to put the pie in DeSantis's <laughs> yeah. face? I'll bet that, sure. When so, he gets back? So what, right. what, it's what, not going to be shaving cream what's either. The, what's the bet here? I, I'll, I'll pick the Steelers and you take the Bills. I mean, all right. I'll, I'll do that either any way, day of the week. Either way, we win. It doesn't, whoever wins, either way, right. we both win here. Because DeSantis we'll make... is getting a pie in the face when he comes back. <laughs> we'll make it more competitive, though. Is the, the Steelers to cover or the Steelers to win? Oh, what does cover mean? Cover, so they were 10-point uh, underdogs. Oh. Oh, so I really I really shouldn't. Uh... Yeah, so you want to take the points instead instead of the money line here? Sure. All right, all right. So the Steelers cover, you can pie Matt DeSantis. The Bills cover, I'll do it. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Fair enough. Uh, let's do a quick social media check-in here. Uh, EJ Stokes says, Rich, slow down. It's not too late. If Mr. Assad endorses Haley, your prediction is uh, is flawed. <laughs> That's true. If Assad Hutchinson backs Nikki Haley, I, I, could be, I could be wrong here. Frank M. in Tennessee, our buddy, retired in Tennessee but still listens, never underestimate the ability of a weatherman to screw up no matter where. They said it was supposed to be uh, two inches. They're up to six with the rest of the night to go. Look at that. Well, keep uh, keep warm, buddy. Always Truth says, Rich, you are right on point. I don't think he's talking about my football predictions, but thank you, Always Truth. I appreciate that. And uh, Johnny Cook says, Rich, do you count as no labels if you don't exist? Because you are forgetting that support for Giuseppe Costanzo could swing the entire election. That's a very good point. So there's an update on that story. This is the Phantom Fugazi candidate, Giuseppe. Giuseppe Costanzo in South Jersey. And my buddy Steve Paccaraduni has kept me uh, up to date on this. The Democrats will never, ever stop and never cease to amaze me at the levels by which they will cheat. Election cheating is real. How do I know? Because I grew up in New Jersey politics. That's how I know it's real. So when people tell me that elections are always honest, I laugh in their face. I'm from Jersey. I worked in Jersey politics. My career has been in Jersey politics. I cut my teeth there. I've seen cheating you can never even imagine. And just Giuseppe Costanzo still takes the cake. Well, now the Attorney General of New Jersey is investigating the shadow group behind Giuseppe Costanzo, the phony Fugazi candidate. This was a real dirty trick. They got conservative voters to believe that they were voting for the more conservative choice, even though Giuseppe Costanzo was a Fugazi. And as a consequence, the Republican in that race in New Jersey's fourth legislative district for state Senate wound up going down, went down. And that's a shame because now the Democrats have that seat. But that was always their idea. They appealed to conservatives by saying, hey, you got to vote for the real conservative. But the real conservative in that race was a Fugazi. And that's the problem. But I'll give you the update on that investigation and what that means and why it's proof that, yes, Democrats cheat. They cheat all the freaking time. 855-839-1210 is the number on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. My preview of Iowa straight ahead, the chance to crush the administrative state once and for all. Will the Supreme Court do it? Biden is going after methane. Yes, what cows toot. Let me just tell you, I had a great conversation with my friend Judith Krupnik from Cherry Hill Volvo. Uh, brought the XC90 in for its regularly scheduled maintenance last week. Saw my buddy Kellen. Uh, they took great care of the cars. They always do. They did a fantastic operation there. This is a great time to get to Cherry Hill Volvo. I, I don't think there's ever been a better time. Because, you know, when I brought the car in for service last week, just maintenance, just a regularly scheduled maintenance, this is what you do, then I was able to drive a, a courtesy car for the day. You know, they gave me a loaner. So I drove this beautiful, beautiful S60 courtesy car. 
you could buy that car for under $30,000, under $29,000. These courtesy cars are gorgeous. They're like new. They're rarely used. It's why they have less than 5,000 miles on them. They're made in America. The S60 has it all. It's the perfect car. It's a beautiful sedan. It's luxurious. Got all the latest technology. And they are selling right now at Cherry Hill Volvo for less than $29,000. But there are a limited number available, so don't wait on this one. Get there today. Right now, Cherry Hill Volvo is undergoing a massive renovation due to their deal to their dealership in order to serve you even better. They are open, they have ample inventory, and they're ready to meet you today. So why not start the year off with a luxury vehicle you deserve? A Volvo from Cherry Hill Volvo. And a courtesy S60 Volvo for less than $29,000. A beautiful like new car. At that price, you cannot you can't you can't miss this. You don't want to miss this. So go see my friends, Judith Krupnik, Yosef Cohen, the entire team today. You know, and I drove the S60 because I'm in the Care by Volvo lease program. So every five months, I'm going to be trying out a new Volvo. And I had the S60 for five months. I loved it. I did. I loved it. It was so fast. Looks like the Batmobile because I did all black with black interior. Loved it. Um, now I'm in the XC40, which is a gorgeous SUV with a ton of cargo space. In fact, the other day, it's kind of a funny story. The other day I was driving home from, from work, and um, we had had that big storm. I pulled off the side of the road, and there was a tree that was down. And this guy had all these all these logs were on the street. So I pulled over, and I just loaded the logs in the back of my Volvo. Because it was on the street. You know, I was giving them away. So I just loaded up all these big logs, because I needed it for the pizza oven. And uh, I took the wood. And I had all this room, put the seats down, loaded the, the car up with— uh, I probably shouldn't say any of this in case Judith is listening, because i got to give the car back at some point. I'll make sure I, I get it vacuumed out. But I loaded that baby up with wood. And I drove home. And then like, for a couple of days, I drove around with the wood in the car because I forgot to unload it. But then I eventually did. But that's what I mean. The XC40 is a great SUV with a ton of cargo space. So maybe you want to go that route. Either way, whatever you want, Cherry Hill Volvo on Route 70 in Cherry Hill has you covered. The region's most accessible Volvo dealership. Go see them today. Cherry Hill Volvo, where relationships matter. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 